the person saw him like laying down the yoga mat or something like that. Yeah. And when I heard that story, I'm like, I, I felt like I had a heart attack.、Uh, I'm like, oh my god, you saw Julo do、oh. yoga. <laughs> Welcome to What Should I Watch, a podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. Even when you're supposed to be the most honest, you're lying. You know, we have a、um, we had a past president who was really good at that here in America. Clinton.、Uh, I should say we had several past presidents that were very good at that. Hey, welcome back to What Should I Watch? I'm your host T, and if this is your first time, thank you for joining. Good morning. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is forty ninth episode of Watch What I Watch. We are just three weeks away from one year anniversary. Wow! So fifty episodes, and then fifty two, and that's a whole year. Yep. Congratulations! It's a lot of work. It is. It's a lot of work for maybe not so many people listening yet, but. It's still it's been a lot of fun, and I really appreciate、uh, being able to talk to you about. Here's the thing: that's that's like forty five to fifty dramas we've talked about. Right. That's the crazy thing, right? I mean,、yeah. some of them were two episodes, and you know that kind of thing. But that's a lot still, of still, yeah, content. Even you know, my friend in Korea said that you're watching a lot of stuff that I don't even know about. <laughs> She's like, I don't, I don't know what that one when that one came out or what that was about. So. Yeah, that was the idea. Basically, you know, I'm watching all these shows, and I always talk about it. So why not do something with it? Yeah, and the cool thing is,、um, I don't feel like you're running out of material. I feel like there's、nope. still plenty of great shows、yeah. to talk about and go through. So that's、yeah. the exciting part. Yeah, I have a whole list of shows that I want to cover, and、um, yeah, but it, it, you are right. It's a, it's a lot of work. And、um, although it's just recording, well, it's、um, a, it's a, you know, you have to prep and watch and summarize and get ideas and then, you know, bring that to the discussion. So I mean, and just having to do it every week, outside of what's already going on with your life. I mean, people don't realize it's it, a lot goes into just doing a podcast.、Yeah. You know, you know, and some shows are like, you know, I watched those year ago, two years ago, so I have to. Rewatch some scenes and refresh my memory. So、right. yeah, it takes time. Yeah, and that's、uh, you're doing the work. But the one we're going to talk about today is very fresh. I didn't have to rewatch it. So it's new. It's it's like so fresh, just freshly like, minted. Yeah, what do you say? Like out of the fresh out of the box, or fresh yeah, out of the package, or ink hasn't. Fresh off the presses, they used to say,、yeah. because the、uh, the newspaper ink was、right. still <laughs> wet. Because I literally just finished the last episode last night. Oh, cool! At like eleven thirty at night, so I still have that feeling. You know, yeah, the you know, adrenaline running. 
kind of a crazy show. Well, okay, so details. How many episodes? It's only eight episodes. Okay. Which is why I was able to finish in about a week. Short and sweet. And what? where are you watching it? So, <laughs> I recently joined the Amazon Prime. Yay. And like a couple weeks ago, we were talking about Amazon, and I was like, yeah, I'm the only one probably not having Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you joined because you, yeah. You, I got some nice deal. Yeah, so, you got a deal. So. Yeah, so I joined Amazon Prime, and it's cool. Um, I like that Amazon Prime is live TV. Yeah. Because I like live TV. That's cool. That's nice. Yeah, if you don't have cable, which, yeah, you yeah. don't, so. And it's got a Whole Foods discount. I know. It's got, you know, you can ship and, and bring stuff. We're, like, doing an ad for Amazon now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Amazon, please sponsor no, my um, podcast. Yeah, and it gave me up free delivery membership nice. or something. Yeah. Although I'm not much of a food delivery kind of person. But, yeah, that's nice. And Amazon Music is nice, although I don't really listen to music. Yeah. It has podcasts. So if you have Amazon, please go to Amazon Prime Music. Subscribe my podcast. Yeah. Watch what I watch. There's a lot of good shows on Amazon, actually, that aren't available anywhere else. Yeah, including this one that I'm going to talk about today. So when I joined Amazon Prime, the first thing I did was to look for what Korean shows are on there. So yeah. I can add on to it, just in case, you know, I cover something, but it wasn't available anyone anywhere else. You right. Know? But, um, you know, the show we talked about last week, Through the Darkness... Yeah. That's exclusively on Amazon. Awesome. Unless you find some third-party kind of website. Right. Um, no, it's on Cocoa too. But anyway, so Amazon Prime has some Korean shows, including Island, that just came out some month ago, including Kim Nam-gil. That's the, that's the actor who was in Through the Darkness. And I do want to watch Island, but it's sort of like... It has... I don't know. I think it has some supernatural kind of thing. So. Oh. I don't know. Is that popular, Island? People are I talking about it? I don't it? think it was really popular. Hmm. But, you know, he's a good actor. And right. I want to watch it. So, but yeah, Amazon Prime has some good Korean shows, including this one that we're going to talk about today. It's exclusively on Amazon. I don't think it... I'm pretty sure it's not on Biki, not on Cocoa, definitely not on Netflix. So, yeah, it's interesting why Amazon acquired the rights to this one. Right. I guess not right. It's just the streaming rights. Streaming rights, yeah. yeah. But Amazon did the right thing because this is so good. And it's very, very different than any of the Korean shows I've watched. And I can confidently say you've watched any of the other 45 shows that have been <laughs> that you've watched recently in the past year? No, really. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we talk about, you know, when we did mine, you mentioned that it's very different, right? Yeah. And um, what are some shows like? I mean, yeah, there are shows that are like just feel different, but this one yeah. is, is really different. They are all really unique. I mean, for the most part. But that's good. I'm, I like watching stuff that takes you away from any reality or any kind of, you know, your life stuff. You do, you can just focus on the actual show. Okay, so we know where it is. We know how long it is. Um, what's the what's the name of it? The show is called Anna. Anna. In Korean pronunciation is Anna. Anna. 
Anna. It's more like um, Anna. I guess European or Russian-ish pronunciation. Anna. Yeah, Koreans never say Anna. They always say Anna. In fact, I have a friend whose name is Anna, but it's a it's Korean word Anna. Not oh, okay, like, like An. Yeah. A A H N in yeah. in English. So anyway, the drama is called Anna, and when this was released, it got attention because of the actress who played the character Anna. Right. Her name is Suzy. Like Susie Q, Susie. Nice Susie. Oh, is she a um, idol? Yeah. Oh, you I've know heard what? of Susie. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, that's how popular she is. She's like in Twice or something like that. Or? I don't know. <laughs> she was no, she's not in Idol anymore. She was back in the day. She was in this group called Miss A. Oh, okay. So it's older. She's old. I mean, she's only maybe like thirty now, but she's been you know doing this for a long time. Yeah. Since she was like sixteen or something. So. Um. She's in it, and she's probably one of the most popular, you know, singer, idol, actress, just celebrity in general, because she's really pretty. Yeah. Um, girls like her because she's pretty, and boys like her because you know she's pretty. But like the way she, it comes off is like, I feel like she's what Winona Ryder was back in the day. Yeah. You know, like the image of this kind of cute but pretty. Yeah. There, like, there was like a depth of under, like she, she like embodied like there's something more to this person, like something mysterious. Uh, right. Kind of interesting. You interesting, know? but like she wasn't unique. necessarily sex appeal or anything like that. Right. But, you know, like when she was especially in like Edward Scissorhand. Yeah. You know, that style. Right. I feel like Susie is kind of like that. A lot of people talk about it like, you know, the the type that, you know, is your first love as mm. a kid, you know. She's gotcha. the kind of very... In fact, she played somebody's first love in one of the first movies that she did. But anyway, so she's really popular. Good casting. Did she come out about the same time as IU? Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, they're about the like, same. But I feel like those two were... Those two names go hand in hand. I don't know, but yeah, but IU is not praised for her looks, right? No offense to IU or IU fans, but you know she's a good singer. No, it's different. Artist, yeah, they're different uh, yeah, types. Susie is definitely you know she's very popular for her looks and gotcha. So just the fact that she's a leading actress in the show was a big deal when this was first released, and also some people have read the book that this. Drama was based on. Okay, book. Um, and nice. I like that because a lot of dramas are based on webtoon, and there's nothing wrong with it. But when something's based on a book, that's a little bit more. Um, I don't know. It's not for the entertainment, because a lot of webtoons are for fun and whether it's a serious topic or you know. Right. There's more. Books are not necessarily written to uh entertain well yeah there's more thought into story and plot and you know as a writer you do things a little differently right so although this is only eight episode drama this is really well in a lot of awards including korean version of academy award oh so the director won the award for directing and suzy in fact won the best leading actress Nice. 
and a lot of other you know big and small words. When did this come out? Oh, this came out in last year. Okay, so it's recent. Yeah, this came out just last year, twenty twenty two. So I think the reason that this comes off very different and unique is because of the director. Hmm. The director used to work at a commercial company, ad company, and then she wanted to. It's her. She wanted to study the film more in depth. So she went to school, film school, and after she graduated, she did a lot of music videos. Hmm. So when you think about music videos and commercials, there's certain styles, right? It's very like clean cut, and you know. Right. Well, you have you have a very short amount of time to get your, your message, message across, across. Yeah. yeah, as opposed to a film or a big long TV show where right. you have a lot of time. So you learn how to how to do that right. with lots of techniques. You know, editing, right. cutting, um, your blocking, like what your shot is, and all right. that stuff. That's that's a good way to learn that stuff. So yeah, when I watched the first episode, I'm like, this is this is different. Like cool. this is. Really good, but like very different, and that's why I looked it up. Like, who did this? You know. And one of the things that stood out to me is that there are not a lot of dialogues, mm. and that probably is because of her background. Like, yeah. You know, when you watch like movies or TV show, whether Korean or American, you know, I mean, people talk, right? Yeah. But this is like, there are scenes that could. Definitely have some dialogues, right? Even like you know how some dramas have like just dialogues, like it's just there, like doesn't really mean yeah, anything. Or, right. But like you just feel like you have to put some dialogues there, so they just right. You know. But this is like a, in a way, it's a very minimalism <laughs> drama, right? If I were to put it like a certain way, um, that's great. So yeah, there are a lot of scenes that there's an acting, but there's no dialogue, which is very. Which is very similar to like commercial or music video, mm. especially music video, right? Because right. like, you've got a track that's going to be playing, so right? You so can't you talk. just need to <laughs> show the emotions of the song or create certain scenes to, you know, show the message. It sounds like she um, learned a lot from film school then, because uh, I mean, she went to a very prestigious yeah. film school. One Korea. of the things they talk about in film is, it, unlike any other medium, you know, where you're presenting work you're seeing it so visually you can tell the story without having to explain it Mm -hmm. and like when people start writing scripts you know i don't know if you've ever tried to write a script but you have all this you have this picture in your head right yeah you're trying to describe what it is it's like well don't say it show it Oh yeah, I heard that. You know, like, all you have to do is show it. Like, yeah. it takes two seconds the script doesn't to tell. Really have a lot of dialogue. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to put dialogue in because, like, all you do is show the picture of. Oh, I see where they are. Right. I see what mood they're in just by the facial expression. So, that's a special skill. You know, right. I think people sometimes rely like you know too much on dialogue. So yeah, and I think Susie was really benefited from this because, you know, when you shoot a commercial. You have to make sure this object or person looks good, right? right? That's a big focus of commercial. Yeah. So the way she shot, or is she in the camera director? It's like 
it's different. It's very different from other dramas, like、right. movies. Like it's almost like you're watching. I can totally see like you. It's like you're watching really long commercial. You know, sometimes you have like those two minutes, three minute commercial, especially、yeah. like luxury brand. Or, yeah, that kind of tells story. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know there's one with Johnny Depp.、Um, was some perfume commercial? It was like two three minutes commercial.、Um, Matthew McConaughey and the Lincoln. You ever seen something、this? like that? Yeah, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> but that's kind of what it feels like. So it's like it enhances the model and the product, and、right. you know, and so we just get to look at her basically. Susie a is a really pretty girl <laughs> to begin with, but because of certain way it was shot, yeah, like she looks so good in this show, <laughs> and I was initially not a fan of her before. Yeah, I mean, I knew she was pretty, but she's not my kind of pretty. But when I'm look watching this show, I'm like. Man, she's really pretty.、Right. Like you know, that's cool. yeah. So it was good that she was in this show. She picked this one, and this this director Lee Juyoung, that's her name. She previously directed a movie called Single Rider, and I haven't heard of this one, but I guess it's sort of like cult classic for Koreans, and it actually has Lee Byung Hun. Hmm. Who's a big name? Who was、hmm. a Mr. Sunshine himself,、yeah. and he's also the man behind the mask and Squid Game. And yeah, I mean he's a big name actor. So the wiki, Korean wiki, says that he was the one first reached out to this director because he wanted to work with her. Ah, cool. And they shot this movie, which is also really cool, but it wasn't like commercially. Promoted well, so I guess it didn't make a lot of money, but、yeah. a lot of people talk about it still. It's like a cult classic for Koreans. How old is that one? I think maybe seven years or、mm. so. Yeah. Anyway,、um, so let me tell you what this drama Anna is about. Yumi was born and raised in a small town as the only child to a tailor and a mute. She was a bright kid who was interested in many things. However, things started to take a turn when she got caught having a relationship with a teacher at her school. Her parents transferred her to a school in Seoul to get away from the finger pointing. Yumi was one of the best students at her small town school, but she struggles at the new school in Seoul. It could be that living in a boarding house with a shameful memory made it difficult for her to focus on studying. She fails to get into the university, but she lies to her parents over the phone that she made it to one of the top schools in Korea. But in reality, she's paying for a college prep program to reapply next year with the money that's supposed to be her university tuition. Her lie to the parents spread to the boarding house lady, and to other girls who live in the same house. They all think that she's a freshman at the prestigious university in Korea. One of the girls is also a student at the university that Yumi is supposedly attending. So she happily invites Yumi to her school newspaper club, and slowly but surely, Yumi becomes a fake student at the school. She doesn't care about the college entrance exam anymore, and she ignores her parents, who are poor but work hard to support their only child. Then, 
Yumi's boyfriend, who's from a rich family, finds out everything about her. That she's fake. While Yumi is trying to hide from everyone, her dad passes away. Yumi hits bottom and decides to start living a new, honest life. She gets a job as a maid to a rich family with a daughter who's about her age. This girl, Anna, has lived a very different life than Yumi. She was born to rich parents and has lived a life that's special and exclusive. She's beautiful, rich, and well-educated. It's as if she was born and raised in a different world that average people can't even dream of entering by hard work. But one day, Yumi sees a chance. She's been working around the clock for years and during the harsh treatment from Anna and her parents. And her decision to live an honest life years ago has already been dissipated. She gets a hold of Anna's passport and proof attendance from Yale University where Anna earned her master's degree from. Yumi thinks that this is the only chance she could change her life that doesn't ever seem to change. So I said 8 episodes, but I have to make sure that you are actually watching the director's cut. Because if you try to like find this somewhere else, it's going to say 6 episode. Okay, so the director's cut is 8 episode. And you have to watch the director's cut. That's good to know. Because even on Amazon, they have regular six-episode version and director's cut version. But please ignore the six-episode version and watch the director's cut. Because apparently, the distributor, the studio that funded the money, Mm -hmm. funded the drama. They just made their own cut. Basically. Yeah, and I guess there was a lawsuit. Without permission. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, you know so well. You look like a. You sound like somebody working in the industry. It happens a lot. Yeah. So the director um, went after the studio. Right. So I watched the first episode. Initially, I didn't know that there was difference. So, right. Because when you say the director's cut, usually it's just like, you know, some added scenes, right? Yeah. So first, I just clicked on regular Anna, six episode version. I watched the first episode. And then I realized there was director's cuts. So I looked it up and there was this whole, you know, this issue, controversies with right. the studio. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to support the director. Right. So I started watching the first episode again with the director's cut and there was a huge difference. Wow, that's cool. It's not just some added scene like right. whatever the director wanted to put in. Like the it actually makes more sense when you watch the show, even in the first episode. So I can't imagine following the storyline um with the, you know, just the version the studio created. Right. And I think that's the general review when people say like, "Oh, you have to watch the director's cut to truly understand the emotions that this um, Anna person goes through. That's so strange to me that they would even bother. I mean, this is what's called long form TV. So um, in America, yeah, something like a um, Ozark or you know, right, right, where yeah. where you don't have you're not constrained to a thirty minute like episode right. on yeah. ABC or whatever. It's like okay, you have time, so make the episodes. Why would you bother cutting from eight down to six? Like. 
if you're going to invest time into even six episodes, there's no reason why you wouldn't invest time into eight. You know, that just doesn't make sense to me from an executive standpoint. Like, why would you bother with that? They must have really, I don't know. You know, when you get the executives and and some of the people who are trying to make money off the product. Yeah. They don't always care about the story they just think oh yeah this will sell better this whatever you yeah know? and it's just you know, what's it interesting just is the it. the studio that made this yeah they're actually not um this i think i believe this was their first one and they're not like a film studio the company started as a kind of like an ebay oh wow or like um so maybe they're just like it was online commercial it. we just need to get it shorter probably is what they were thinking yeah and in a way it's very similar to amazon and, and it's funny that amazon has rights to this but you know, it's like an Amazon, they were online shopping mm. uh, website, and now they're making tons of money. They're doing other services, too, very similar to Amazon. So they, I guess they, I, when I first heard it, I'm like, what? They're doing streaming service? They're making shows, you know? So I guess this was the first one, I believe, and I guess they just didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's a neat story. But oh. I think it turned out to be all good for the director because it became the issue people started hearing about it and yeah, people got started watching promotion, director's yeah. cut yeah. more yeah that's great it's good that amazon offers it so so the show starts with anna's narration and she says when you truly believe in lies it becomes reality hmm. and it says because humans lie in a diary that only you're going to see. Hmm, right. That's neat. And it's, she says it like that's a human nature. We lie about ourselves in our own diary. Right. <laughs> Even when you're supposed to be the most honest, you're lying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have a um, we had a past president who was really good at that <laughs> here in America. Clinton? Uh <laughs> I should say we had several past presidents that were very good at that. But one that was really good at saying a lie over and over and over again, and that people just believe it. It's true. You know, so, speaking of president, so when I was doing the summary, I it's kind of difficult because I didn't want to spoil anything. Yeah. But I might have to say a few words that might give some hints away. I'll try not to. So no spoiler alert. But there might be a couple words. Um, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned president because Anna's husband ends up going into politics. Politics. Yeah. Perfect. And that's a really good setup because in the show they talk about like, you know, when people have money, they want to go into politics. Right. Which is true. You know, that's what happened to Trump. Yeah. I feel like Trump was probably bored. You know, he has too much money. He's like, what can I do with my money? You know, what's above money? He's like, you know what? I got, I got to change the law to have more money. Well, uh, yeah, I think I think it was money initially. I don't think he really thought he was going to be president. But I, I just really won. feel like he was bored and he's like, you know what? Yeah. Let me just do something. Yeah, something else. But anyway, so he's Anna's husband goes into politics. Right. And that's a really good setup because... Yes, Anna's life, whole life is a lie. Yeah. But here's somebody who's kind of above her in a different way. Hmm. And this guy, the way he lies, I mean, yeah, all politicians lie and all... So he's a liar too, basically. 
he's a liar, but he's definitely a level up because mm. you almost feel like Anna's Anna has some kind of not necessarily guilt, but she feels something. She's different from Ripley. And I kept thinking of a Ripley the whole time I was watching the show. Like from uh, the Patricia Highsmith novel? Yeah. Tom Ripley? Yeah. Or the movie by Anthony Mangella? Yeah. With Jude Law. With Jude Law yeah. and Matt Damon? So I think that's the difference. Ripley. Like, Ripley was almost like a psychopath in a way. Yeah. But Anna's not a psychopath. She's not. She might be like a little asocial. Hmm. I wouldn't say antisocial. She's asocial. Right. And I think that's because she's. She's nervous. She's always trying to be cautious. Right. She knows that she's lying. Her whole life is lying. Right. So in that sense, she's not like Ripley. Interesting. Or antisocial. She's just asocial. She made she made herself asocial. Right. But her husband, who's going into politics, is like a pathological liar, and he has no guilt conscience or whatever. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. You bring up Ripley because. That was the thing for Ripley is he would get into circumstances where there was a perception of him. Mm -hmm. Like from the very opening things like, oh, you go to this college. And just because he was wearing a sweater with the college. And instead of correcting the person who's assuming that, he he rides it. He's like, you know, Mm -hmm. he he doesn't deny it basically. And so you see how that snowballs from not denying it to buying into it and and you know he's making a choice right but then as the stakes get higher these choices that he has to make it's really an exercise in how far is someone willing to go mm-hmm. because they've gone down this path right right of lies so here you have this character in a similar situation who's who's keeps lying right but uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know the circumstances but it's really like how far is this person going to go to you know keep this storyline right it's such an interesting thing because I think most people, most people, eventually are going to stop, mm. or if they get caught, they're going to admit they're gonna they're gonna have guilt, like you said. Right. They're gonna feel something. They're gonna right. they're gonna feel bad about what they're doing because it hurts people, or it may hurt people you know that they care about that kind of thing. And yeah, that's the difference too with Ripley is he doesn't really have anyone else in his life. Mm-hmm. He's completely isolated. Right. And he just sees opportunity for himself. Yeah. So his only way is forward. Mm-hmm. And in order to protect what he's created, he just has to keep lying, or, and then he ends up killing people to cover up his lies. Right. Which is the extreme of that, you know. Yeah. Which is why it's such an interesting story, because you're taking it all the way to the max. What's the worst thing a person can do yeah. To keep this story, this li- this lie alive, and it's usually to kill people, right? Right. Well, what's interesting about this is that there was somebody in Korea who's very similar to Anna. So it could be based on... I don't think book is based on that person, but the book title is Familiar Stranger, uh-huh. or like Intimate Stranger. That's the title of the book. Oh. In Korean? Yeah. And... The actual person who turned out to be Lai was um, convicted of a lot of frauds and stuff like that in, uh, I think, 2010-ish. So it's been a while. Mm. I think she served some jail time. Yeah. Because she was a big um, public figure. 
Oh, was she in politics also? She wasn't, but she was dating. Oh, there was something else too. She was dating um, some politician. Turned mm. out, and then the politician actually had a family. So oh, she was like, you know, she was the side person. Yeah, but she. The issue is that you know it says she went to this university in Korea and she studied in Yale and blah 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 and she had a lot of like. You know, big positions in Korea. She yeah. was also the director of this big international arts festival in Korea. Nice. And she was a professor in some art school, and I think she her specialty was like a um, um, traditional Asian art. Mm. And that's kind of similar setup in the show oh, because okay. Anna's specialty is um, Korean art, old Korean art. So there could be a spark of the idea here, right? <laughs> yeah. In the in the true story. Right. And Anna, you know, starts teaching at very uh, renowned college in the show. So, you know, there are some similarities. So do you like this character? You know, that's a difficult question because, you know, so my emotions while I was watching this, like first and second episode was like, it's just just good suspense. Yeah. Right. This is fun. I'm like third person watching this thing, you know, and I was like, whoa, this show's good. Like, you know, I was doing something else and I think about like, oh, I want to get this done so I can go back and watch the next episode of Anna. Right. And by like third episode, I feel like, I feel so like cheated. <laughs> like, I feel like she's the one that caused trouble in my life. Right. <laughs> and it's like, I'm so like furious. Like right. You were invested, huh? That's really yeah, interesting. And because I think now that I think about it, I think because... I feel like I could have met this person in my life. The yeah. way she became this, you know, somebody else, like a lying person, is so natural. And I feel like anyone could really do this. Right. Or I could do this. Yeah. You know, so it just feels very real. So I think that's why I was so vested in it, like feeling like third episode. I felt so dirty. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I felt kind of like disgusted and, right. you know. And like by fourth, fifth episode-ish, uh, like fifth episode, kind of felt like pity for her. Because mm. I'm like, I mean, yeah, we all want something more, better, you know, want to be somebody somebody better. But like to that extent, like at that point, I'm like, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I'll shave my head and go into some Buddhist temple and become <laughs> just... I don't know. I feel like I would just let everything go because that's I'm at a point that I can't handle things. Right. That's just too much. Like you said, at some point we all feel guilty. We feel something and we stop or we come come out clean. But like yeah, and then the ending was like (laughs) I don't know. The ending kind of put me back into like I felt so disgusted. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. um, I mean, it sounds like the writer also is. And the actors, of course, the whole story is is taking you on this journey, this yeah. emotional journey to yeah. kind of feel these things, which yeah. is really cool. And I think it's because really the show is telling you, you know, it's not just yeah, it's her. It's not just her. Yeah, um, right. She's extreme, but it's like any modern human being. Yeah, will have this to a certain extent at, right. at some point in their life. You know, in fact, there's a scene that. Um, Anna has her own personal assistant and because she became very successful in her lies and she becomes like a completely different person, right? Right. She has a conversation with that assistant 
um, they talk about lies, right?、Mm. And she says something like, you know, we all lie or something like that. I can't remember now. But the assistant is like, oh, your husband treats me well. You know, I'm, I'm getting good treatment at this job. Right. And she knows her husband is shit. So、right. she's like, see, you're lying too. We all lie. <laughs> Right. We all lie without even knowing it. You know, right, without that, thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. I think、uh, you tell me if there's any similarities with this, but when you brought up Tom Ripley, I mean, that movie, I watched it and I liked it. And I think I came back to it and watched it again. And, and then I started learning about the books.、Mm-hmm. And so then I started reading.、Um, Patricia Highsmith has a series of Tom Ripley books、yeah. where you follow this character.、Right. And they're all. Um, sort of in a timeline of things that happen. So the first one is The Talented Mr. Ripley, and that's the one they made the movie about. But、mm-hmm. when I started reading the books, I th- it took me a while to understand why I liked them, which is kind of what you're talking about. Like, why, why am I watching this? What is it that's happening? You know, how、yeah. am I feeling about this? And reading them through, and then, you know, I read them through again, but I, I came to the conclusion at some point that. It was me、uh, getting a window into how this guy was thinking.、Hmm. I was really able to understand how he thinks. And then I was like, oh, am I just, do I, are we just as humans obsessed with serial killers or, you know, this behavior? What is it about someone who is kills that is interesting? And,、yeah. and then I, I was like, oh, it's actually not that. It's just the way that she writes it、hmm. is you are with him. And you're understanding why he's making these decisions, even if you don't agree with it. Yeah. Or you can put yourself in, that sho- in, in, in their shoes and say, I wouldn't have done that. Like, why are you doing that? Right. right. Like, lot, sometimes you'll be watching, like, why is he doing that? Like, that's so stupid. But the way that it's written, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess he kind of has to do that.、Hmm. Or, wow, it's really smart to do that because that's the only way he's going to get out of this, you know? Yeah. So you're kind of in the lie with him in a way. And it just it invests you in it because、right. of how the story is told.、Yeah. Which I think is fascinating because as a viewer or as a reader, you don't have a choice.、Mm-hmm. You're just there, you're in there.、Right. You either like it or you don't. Maybe you read the book and you're like,、oh, I'm not into this.、Right. But most of the time, that writer has put you right in that place. And, and when are you ever, do you ever have the opportunity to get inside someone's like, thoughts and mind、right. that way? And I, and I figured out that was what was so compelling about it. It wasn't some weird like, obsession with killers or, you know, or lying. <laughs> it was just, oh, I'm really just, I'm really just thinking like, how this person thinks. This、right. is forcing me to think about this,、yeah. you know, which I think is really cool. And back to what you were saying about this person who, Is showing you a lot, but there's not a lot of dialogue. Yeah. You have the ability to watch someone think. Yeah, exactly. On TV. Yeah. You know? There was a movie that came out with、uh, Frances McDormand recently,、um, where she's like on a, out in the desert. I haven't seen it yet, but it won an Oscar. I think it was like a, a billboard? Maybe a Chinese director.、Um, I can't remember now. Oh, this is horrible. Three billboards? No, it wasn't that one. It came later. She's like the solo person and she's. Out in the desert, or, or something. And、um, anyway, the, it won an Oscar, but the comment was that, oh, we get to watch Frances McDormand think.、Mm. You know, she's such a great actress,、mm. all the subtleties, like, there's not a lot of dialogue, 
But that was the comment. I was like, oh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why we watch movies, you know, yeah. is to really be absorbed in the behavior and how someone is thinking about something else. You right. Know? It's a character-driven thing. It's not about the actions always. It's just like this person I'm focused in on, you know. Right. So I, I just think that's really such a cool idea for a story. And I'm really anxious to hear, uh, see how this person's interpretation of that is, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, with all that, you know, the really cool camera work and the style that was shot and, you know, this storyline that really makes you, like, get into it. Like, yeah, it's hard not to think about it even when you're not watching it. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, personally, I don't think Suzy is the best actor. Right. Like, there are a lot of really good actors who could really act well around her age. But I could see why she was cast in this. Like, she has a certain image. Because when you have somebody, like, so successful, it comes from supposedly, like, great family. Right. With money and, right. you know, name and all that. And herself is, like... She has to look like, a certain way, right? Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, she has to look, you know, friendly enough. She right. can't look like just some princess, you know, out of the world, you yeah. know? And she looks that way, like she's somebody, she looks like a girl next door, but also she could look like very elegant, uh, you know, lady with, you know, all the nice background. Right. So, yeah, I think she's a really good cast in this. And I think the biggest difference between this and um, some other, you know, Tom Ripley, similar type of like thing is that, you know, she's... She basically stole someone's identity mixed with her lies. Mm. And Korea is very small country, not just the size, but you know, if you ask friends of friends of cousins, you you're gonna come across somebody you <laughs> <laughs> know or you've heard of. Right. I don't know. It's like very small country, very well connected. Everybody's so like, you know. Well, no, it's like six degrees of separation. Six exactly. degrees of South yeah, Korea. <laughs> exactly. Everyone, and I heard like similar expression for like Iceland. Yeah, like, I'm lot, sure. People in Iceland, they are all like, yeah. to yeah. a certain extent, they're all relatives or yeah. something like that. Um, I mean, Korea has that expression, uh, my neighbor relative. Mm. I mean, that's probably not true anymore, but, you know, people used to say it. like, And that means like, Everybody's so friendly, like, treating your own relatives, but yeah. also, like, you know, it's like six degrees of, you know, family. And so, so in a community and country so small like that, um, just have that audacity to keep lying <laughs> right. with someone else's identity. I'm like, yeah. even if I was given that chance, yeah, like, I'll be so nervous to, like... Because I feel caught. like you're, I'm going to run into this person at some point or yeah. somebody who knows this person. Yeah. Or somebody who knows this person who knows, right? Right. Like, and Koreans love talking. So... Right. And rumors and all that stuff. So, I mean, maybe that's human nature, but yeah. So, I'm like, I'll be too nervous to, do, like, even do this. And maybe that's why when you're watching this there's that suspense. Yeah. Because naturally... You feel anxious, kind of, too. Yeah, naturally, as a human being, we probably feel that way, right? Yeah. And I, because this person that, you know, she stole the identity of is, you know, she's a certain kind of woman, so I'm like, really? Like, you think you can 
you know, live 60 years of life or whatever with this identity without being found out. Right. You know, that's... Do you think she's doing it because of the thrill of maybe getting caught and getting away with it? No, I think that's the difference between other liars and mm-hmm. her because she wasn't intentionally lying. Like you said, like in, it's similar with Ripley in, in the beginning. Like yeah. She lives with the it's girls. It's sort of circumstantial. Yeah, then. she was put in that circumstance right. and she's like, she just didn't say no. She just followed the, right. you know, she just played along. Right, she played along. But... You know, it became one thing to another. And now she's sort of like in a spot that she's not sure of this life, mm. especially because she despised her husband. Okay. Like she, she, she's disgusted with everything the husband's doing because her husband is, is really a liar. He's like, he's like antisocial. He has no morals, no ethics. Right. Um, who's trying to be a politician, which is probably true. Wow. A lot of politicians are probably like that. And I think, you know, that makes her reflect on her life, seeing her husband like that, you know. Gotcha. It's kind of a mirror. Whether she's conscious of it or not. Like, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, this person's awful. And there's a line that she says, to find out what you really wanted is to actually have it, Mm. to actually own it. Yeah then you'll know whether you really wanted it. Yeah, that's great. That's so true. So Anna is the main character. Mm-hmm. We kind of understand a little bit about what she does. And then so now this husband, um, I guess she met him somehow. What does he, like, what is his What is his deal? What does he do? So I feel like the husband character is also kind of loosely based on a real person. Yeah. He's like this... You know, successful IT guy uh-huh. just came out of nowhere, and he owns this big IT company, and he that's why he went into politics because he has money. He's very successful; mm. everybody knows him. The next step. There was somebody who was actually like that some years ago, mm. ran for president election. Oh wow! Yeah, um, there are a couple like big IT people in Korea who went into politics, but this guy specifically some years ago. I feel like they're kind of related. So but, this character, it could be based on some something like that, or at least yeah. similar. Okay. Yeah. But the actor who played this husband character, he was in some other stuff. And I didn't know he was such a good actor like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So his name is Kim Jun-hwan. He's not, like, a super famous actor. But he was in Prison Playbook, Hospital Playlist... Oh. And he was also in Spring Night that you like. Oh, which one is Turned he? out he was the boyfriend of the main girl. Oh. I guess the boyfriend character was kind of a loser and annoying character. Well, yeah, he was like a company man and had like a rich dad and uh, oh. and uh, he was very arrogant and he had been dating this girl for like five years. Oh. So the story, this girl meets this other guy, yeah. the pharmacist. Yeah. And turns out the boyfriend and then the guy she met have uh, similar friends. Uh. And kind of like what you're talking about, everything's related, right? Yeah. So, and they, they have a basketball game because they are they both went to the same school and they were like a class apart. Yeah. So they have a mutual friend that works with it. So that guy, yeah, I remember him. He was really good in that. And he, he plays this kind of snarky, 
mm. kind of arrogant. Wow. And he doesn't want to give up. So once he finds out about the relationship, he's uh-huh. like, you know what? I, I don't care. Everyone messes up. I still like he then he's like competitive. And he's oh. like, oh, I want to fight for this girl. Wow. Because I've been with her for five years. Yeah. And so that's kind of the conflict is like, oh, so, you know, you like this other guy. Well, I'm not going to give you up. Oh. And it, it's neat. It's a neat show. Huh. But he, I don't remember him in, play, in Prison Playbook. I guess that was a small role, but okay. I do remember him in the um, Hospital Playlist. Okay. Because his character in Hospital is, like, completely different. He yeah. was very, like, um, yeah. he's a he's a veteran. And oh, okay. he went into medical school, and he, he's a resident uh, studying under one of the characters. And he, like, has feelings for his this doctor. Mm. Um, but he's, like, very reserved, very shy, so he never, like, says anything about it. And he's a good student, resident student, gotcha. you know. So he's, like, a really good character. So for me, like, that's the only... Only time you've like, seen him, yeah. yeah. He's a really because good Because I, did, I didn't watch Spring Night, but I just read about it. I mean, I've watched Spring Night, like, three times, so... Yeah. But I, I really... I think he's a really good actor. Oh, my God, in Because I don't, I don't like his character. <laughs> You're not supposed to. Like, he does it really well, you know. I mean, he plays this politician so well in I Anna. I can totally see that. Yeah, that's and great. And he has like a certain like regional accent in the show. Oh, and cool. And that's so dead on. <laughs> and turned out he's actually from the region, so no wonder. A lot of like famous politicians are from that region for some reason, mm. and they always have that accent. So that goes really well with his, you know, natural, I guess, you know, accent. How he talks, yeah. But also like, yeah, just the like even small facial muscle movement, yeah. like. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. And it made me really scared because I'm thinking like, you know, there are a lot of small bits of here and there in this drama that are probably based on real character, real yeah. story. I could see that. Right. So I'm like, you know, is this re- what really, is this the extent that politicians are, you know, going to? Probably. You know? Like, yeah, it's like really scary in that sense. But also that means the acting was so good. Like it made me so like, yeah. Believable right. of the whole thing. Probably true. I don't but know. What made you question everything. Yeah, that's yeah. good. But like, yeah, his character, he's a definitely psychopath, liar, <laughs> unlike Anna character. Wow. But he says something like, I remember him saying, um, it's not easy to earn the public's um, trust. Trust, yeah. As human beings, we want the housing market to go down. Or, or economy to like settle mm-hmm. right stabilized but we want my house value to go up to go up yeah and we want the uh, temp workers contract to be like you know justified and right fair yeah we want things to be fair but I want myself right it's a to be the, selfish endeavor yeah right you want, I want myself to be to the be, like yeah. the the official employee with all the benefits. Right. So it's like... It's like, oh, yeah, everybody should be paid fairly, but I want to be rich. Right. And can those two things be mutually exclusive? So he's basically saying, you know, we all lie. Right. Do we really want the justice in our world? Or do we just want money? Yeah, or do we just want everything for us? For us, yeah. You know, so he he says this in a way like, you know, me lying to earn this vote, whatever, it's like nothing. It doesn't you know? matter. Everybody lies anyway. Yeah, that's interesting. Know? We're all just playing this game. But it's also like what Anna's going through. She's like, she knows this is very risky and she 
feels like nervous sometimes and um but she doesn't want to let it go yeah she wants this this life right Hmm. because she doesn't want to be the daughter of this small town right some you know tailors i think that's the big motivation that a lot of people have i know i've had it where you grew up a certain way and you feel like you have something to prove you know, and your whatever small town or your family or people didn't think you were anything or your family didn't think you were much, and then you just want to go out and prove everybody wrong. Oh, yeah, well, I am somebody. I am something. This is, I can do something. I can be famous or I can be rich or, you know, you you have this chip on your shoulder and that's a very common kind of thing. It doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. Right. But it means that something is driving you that's outside of, you know, like, well, how do how do people get motivated? You know, everyone mm-hmm. has different ways of being motivated. Some people are competitive. Some people just have drive. Mm. You know, you think about really great athletes like Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods. Like, they're like aliens. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. I mean, yeah, they're up at four in the morning and they're just working hard. Like anyone that's really successful usually has that story where mm-hmm. it's just they put in the work. Yeah, I mean even. To give you an example, someone who makes it on a pro basketball team is pretty good. Right. Right? The way that people would talk about Kobe Bryant, for example, on the Olympic team, mm-hmm. is, okay, you've got all these superstar athletes, LeBron James, you know, all these great, these are the best of the best in the right. NBA, and they go away to be in the Olympics. Yeah. And the USA has something to prove in this particular year because they haven't won in a while. Mm-hmm. And Kobe Bryant's a part of this team, and he's a little right. bit older. And he's telling the story, LeBron James is telling the story of, hey, we all just went out that night and we're coming in and this is like the first night we're there and it's like it's like four or five in the morning. So all these stars are coming back to the hotel and Kobe is walking out of his room to go down to the gym at at four AM. Wow. And they're like, Hey, what are you doing? And he's like, Going to the gym. And so he goes down there and works out. And that's one of the reasons why they put him on the team is because they wanted to show the team, like, this is how you win. This Uh, is how you're competitive. That's an alien. Yeah. Right? Not everyone has that drive. Yeah. So you think about people and what is their motivation. And, you know, there's a few people like that. But most of us, I don't know, some of us are really content, I guess, with things. Yeah. But I, for me, I know my personal story is I always had a chip on my shoulder. And it was like, I want to prove everybody wrong. Mm. back where I used to live and where I grew up, you know. And I think as I've gotten older, I've let go of some of that. Yeah. And I never became, like, some whatever successful, famous person. You're so. a successful podcast co-host. There you go. Maybe someday. But uh, it's interesting to think about yeah. that. And I think when you're talking about the human part of this, you know, us watching someone's motivation or why they're doing it, I mean, that's really compelling, too. You know, seeing yeah. what you're talking about. What's cool is you have two characters that are, Sounds like you have two characters that are just, like, not normal. Right. You know? And yet there's a comparison. Yeah. There's a line. Yeah. Even within that context. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, this person's pretty bad, but not as bad as this person. Right. <laughs> so it makes yeah, you question. Yeah, it's like at the height of the story, like yeah. episode, you know, four or five, like, you think she's really, I mean, like I said, like, you know, you feel cheated, like you right. feel so disgusted by Anna, but like here comes, you know, somebody worse. Right. You know? And and that's and then then that's the question is what do you do now? <laughs> that because that makes her realize she has 
some moral in her that right. questions what she's doing, right? Yeah. In the same way, this this the way the story of Kobe Bryant and Le- LeBron James and the right. team works is, after that night, um, the next day, Kobe wakes up at four, goes down to the gym. Well, LeBron James now comes and joins him mm. at five or six. And yeah. one by one, they all started to right. go and do the work. And then it wasn't about talking. Like, Kobe mm. didn't say anything. It's right. just like, you're watching my behavior. Mm. And this is how it is. This is how I am. And um, they all just kind of fell in line with that mentality. Yeah. In this case, what happens, right? Mm. Do we just kind of, do we change because we were seeing how bad it could be? Yeah. Or do we stay and keep going and join this thing that, you know. So I think that's another reason to watch the show. Like, how does it end? You know? Right. I want to know how it ends. Yeah. Is she going to, like, change? Is she going to admit? Is she going to go to jail? Is she going to just keep going? Is she going to kill somebody? Right. I don't know. I mean, the... You know, you've mentioned two characters, but there are some other characters who, you know... Yeah, I was going to ask about like, that. Like her friend, the journalist friend, you know, there's a little bit of, like, flashback scene that, you know, how she was very feisty. She was all about the justice mm. since she was in, like, high school, right? Right. But even then, she has to lie to keep her job, to be with her colleagues, and right. you know, so... Here's this, you know, justice-fighting journalist who can't even be true to herself. Honest about it, yeah. Yeah. And the actual Anna person that Anna stole the identity of, she's a really interesting character, and mm-hmm. I actually like her as an actress a lot. Um, you know, her whole life was sort of like, you know, she doesn't know anything else. She's born into rich family she grew up certain way and her friends are all from the similar background and she doesn't know any better right so she's actually very honest person in this show (laughs) interesting except that she her marriage was a lie Mm. because she had this extremely arranged marriage to the point that both families had to verify the school that they said they graduated from or like right. health record and everything. I mean, it's extreme. It's not just like shaking like, okay, your daughter's profile looks right. good like, enough. No, you know? we got to double check. They do. They sure. go in the show. They talk about two years to fact Vetting. check everything. Wow. Yeah. So I'm really interested as to how the, this works in the show, like how the identity is stolen and how she, yeah, that's just, how that's she really can actually, part get away with this yeah. I think that's really interesting so th- do they go back and forth too with this other character and kind of show the real Anna's life no like you think like you know you think this you know the real Anna is gone because of circumstances in the show I want to say it yeah but you know my point is that this girl is not super likable right. and I think the reason is you know as a human being myself like it's a little bit of jealousy Right. And I'm sure there there are really people like her, you know, even like better than her, worse than her, however right. you look at it, you know, like super rich and super famous. You just have family money or whatever, you know, whether Korean, American, Europe. Right. And she's actually very honest, except that one, the marriage that she had to get into, that mm. marriage in a sense, that's a lie, right? You have a marriage that without love, but faking love, right? Yeah. So, but except that, she's a very honest person. <laughs> she doesn't really filter anything when she says things. So sometimes it sounds really just kind of bitchy. Like, really? What, do you, what did you just say? But you she's know? just being honest. She's just being honest, you That's know? Funny. And she doesn't know any better. So she's like, she says something like, 
oh, for people like you, maybe this is good for you, you know, something like that. <laughs> but like she's saying it in a way she cares about her assistant, right. her maid, right? But because she doesn't know any better, like yeah. she doesn't know how to talk to people, right. like, you know. She knows like, she's different. Yeah, that's the only world she knows and yeah. the only way people, she grew up hearing people talk and her <laughs> friends funny. talk certain way and, you know, her friends are all from the same yeah. background, you know. Yeah. So she's like, at least pretty honest. That's and it. she doesn't have any malicious intent. Right. But it comes Well, she doesn't off. have to, right? She doesn't have need, she doesn't need anything. Right. She's set. Yeah. So what, yeah, her, her motivations are different, right? Yeah. So that's very interesting character to me. Like, it's a when contrast, I think about right? It. Yeah, it's a contrast. <laughs> but like funny. her being honest doesn't necessarily look good either. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, she, she's entitled, it sounds like. And she doesn't understand how... Yeah, that is, and how she's people like, actually you know, perceive probably like her. Somebody like a Paris Hilton, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never met her, but right. You know, I think. Yeah, just you grow up a certain way. You don't know any better, and that's just all your world. But yeah, I think my biggest issue with this show is that even on Amazon Prime, like website like Amazon, pretty legit. The like summary you know like how shows have like few liner like yeah to like, this is a show about like so and so like tom goes into jail yeah just to make you want just to see if you want to watch it right so those like few lines on amazon it's like completely wrong <laughs> it's just that's not what the show is about like uh, they don't the show drives you to keep watching because of her lies yeah. it just snowballs into something bigger and worse and right. you know like you're following even if you don't agree with her emotions or whatever, it's just good you're suspense. Just, yeah, you're just watching. Yeah, like you it's said. like you the, watch a car chase or something. Exactly, like you're just like watching this, you know, suspenseful drama, but it says nothing about that. It just says like, Anna becomes someone else. And I don't know, it was just so like that's flat. Weird. Yeah. So I was like, that's wrong. Like that's, you know, it's not even close to what really the motive and theme of this drama is. You know what you should do? You should write a new one in, in the comments. A new summary. Is there a way I can write a comment? I don't know. Maybe. Amazon? I don't know. Maybe there's a review you can put on there. You can find out. But, you know, if there needs to be one-liner, I yeah. think all they need to say is, this is Korean female version of Tom Ripley. Yeah, there you go. That will get people to watch. Because that's really... I mean, it's a little different like right. in detail of emotions, but it's basically what it is. She's She's a female Ripley. Yeah, that's cool. I'm excited. And I loved Ripley. Did you? Not as a like character. I just loved it because I love the movie because of Jude Law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's him playing a rich. That's him playing this character that you're talking about. Yeah. The this, rich. Yeah. Just doesn't don't know, know any anything better. else. Yeah. yeah. Just has money. Doesn't have a care in the world. And. But Jude Law can look good in so any well. roles. <laughs> He's I, my one and only celebrities that I. That you like. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, not like uh, Josh Brolin is a good actor, so I like him. No, not like that. Right. Just, yeah. Just good looking. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't care if he acts or not, doesn't know how to act or whatnot. Like, I don't care. He's a really good actor. He's also very, um, he's a nice guy. You said you've met him. I have. Oh, I'm so jealous. He's uh, a nice guy. I don't think I'm going to live that day. I'm probably <laughs> going to have a heart attack if I see him in person. Maybe. He's very charismatic. Oh, you know what? Somebody told me when I was in school, because I went to school in New York, 
somebody lived in the building next to his building. Oh. I guess he is. He probably has several properties in New York, but and I guess he was doing yoga or something. And the person saw him like laying down the yoga mat or something <laughs> like that. And just like that glimpse of second, whatever. Yeah. And when I heard that story, I'm like, I, I felt like I had a heart attack. Uh, I'm like, oh my God, you saw Jula. Doing oh. yoga? <laughs> yeah. That'd be your dream, huh? But yeah, I don't really have like crush on celebrities or something like that. Like, I wonder why. You had, like, yeah, I don't know. Much. I just, I don't really, not even like Korean actors either. There's only one Korean actor. You know, like as a school girl like you like somebody and stuff like that you know? yeah i didn't have that when i was a school girl yeah i, li- I liked somebody too <laughs> a little school girl but, i had um, crushes on boys um yeah i just didn't have that until actually maybe some years ago when i saw kimu bin mm. then i was like whoa i don't care what he does and i like him so that's the guy from uh the heirs yeah yeah the bad guy yeah and then the jude law so what if Jude Law and Ryan Gosling in the same movie? Would you watch it? That's the question. <laughs> um, anyway, so Tom Ripley. If you like Tom Ripley, oh my god, my mind is now like somewhere else. I'm thinking about Jude Law now. Yeah, you can't, you can't um, function. <laughs> I wonder how many people too are nowadays are even aware of Tom Ripley. Yeah. And I wonder if there's... Uh, Especially younger something listeners. Something more recent that... I was thinking about that. You remember that sort of woman that was like... Pretended to be like a German heiress or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. That's a true I think story, her name actually. Was Anna, too, right? Really? Well, that's a pretty common name in the uh, yeah. like Western society. Maybe not. But Hannah, maybe? I don't remember. Exactly. Oh, that's right. It's on Netflix. But and, the, yeah, the yeah. movie was made. But there was also a documentary. And then she went to prison for That's it right. and then now she's i think she's almost out or, or trying to be a real legitimate See, this is like or, this is very realistic it's very, thing of so like, when i was watching anna i'm like i feel like i might have come across somebody who's like anna maybe yeah. like all those people i met along the right. way you know maybe they were like wow i've like, definitely met someone who is really yeah just lies nonstop. i had a friend who she she wasn't a liar like that but she wouldn't she would always exaggerate things to extreme. Yeah. So, like, if she if she had, a, like, an employment exam, something like that, like, Korean companies have something like exam to be interviewed. Yeah. So, first is, like, a resume, and you have to take this exam, company exam. So, if she had an exam, she would tell me, oh, I just got hired at the company. Oh. Uh. So, she's like, and, of course, I know that's a lie because I had known her for a while, and there was so many lies turned out to be lies right. right so like at that point i was like i would always filter things out like i know like i should only listen to half of what she's actually saying right like, so oh you just got hired so you mean you have to take the exam tomorrow or like you're gonna apply <laughs> to the company or right. like something like that you know or she, if she's like oh yeah i have a boyfriend now that means like she maybe has I'm feelings for somebody or, <laughs> or i like somebody yeah and she <laughs> talks like that to everyone in her family and yeah. every like all the friends or something like that and I don't know. So she was a little different, but like, yeah, there are definitely people like that. So yeah, that's true. Like maybe some younger listeners don't know Tom Ripley, but then there's Hannah, the actual real person. Yeah. They should, um, but first of all, if they don't know Tom Ripley, they should go read a book or watch a movie. <laughs> yeah. Patricia Highsmith, who passed away, I think a few yeah, years ago, recently, three yeah. years ago. 
Um, yeah, and Korea definitely definitely had this big figure woman. She said she graduated this like prestigious art school in Korea, and she studied in Yale, either history major or art history major or art major. I can't remember one of those. And they, I think, some companies even like sued Yale for that, or Yale sued her, vice versa, or something. Anyway, she was a big figure. That's why she's in a prison because it wasn't just a lie. She took advantage of a lot right. of things because of her lies. But um, yeah, this is a very probable story, <laughs> which is why it's so scary, and which is why I kept thinking about it. And just finished last night. I still have that adrenaline running. And yeah, yeah. I think it's good. It's better to watch something like that to kind of see where. And that you don't live like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, this is good. This grounds me. I'm just a working class stiff and, you know, I make enough to get by and, okay, I'm okay with that. At least I'm or not. Or like feel better about stuff. yourself, about yeah, those times exactly. you lied. I'm like, oh, my lie was not. My bad. lie was not as bad as that. It's a good white lie. <laughs> but yeah, just watch it. It's really unique just because the how, you know, it's not, it's very different. It's almost like you're watching like long form of really good movie or music video i mean the scenes are really well shot it's so pretty and yeah i can't wait very unique yeah thanks for thanks for bringing this one up sounds good my song of the day is hey jude <laughs> Yeah, but in this case, it does. Just made me think about it. Because I don't know any Miss A songs that Susie used to be in. Hmm, Miss A. Well, thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. And I'll see you next week. See you next week, listeners. Thank you for joining us today. Bye, everybody. Bye.